Yo, 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 top of the morning to the gambling community, to the gambling gang out there, man. Welcome in. This is the Cash Did with Chris NBA betting show slash podcast presented to you guys as always by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. A lot of great podcasts going on over there. I always talk about it. Got to give my guys a shout out. Uh, be sure to check out you know, all the different uh, all the different podcasts from Basketball Forever Podcast Network. Man, There's a lot of different podcasts going on over there. Uh, we have a lot to discuss, but today I want to—I don't want to go through all the games. I don't want to jump into every single game. Uh, there's what three, six, eight games today. I don't want to take a di- deep dive into every single game. I want to go through uh, a few of the games, just a few of the games, and 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 look at those games with with more detail. So, uh, first game. Well, you know, as always, I I, I enjoy doing my quick recap. Yesterday. If you follow my Twitter page, I gave out uh, Friday. We had a pretty good day. Saturday, uh, pretty good day as well. Sunday was not the greatest, however. Uh, and it really started with the Indiana Pacers not just really looking like a shell of themselves against the Cleveland Cavaliers at home yesterday. Uh, I took them plus four and a half, didn't cash. Leaned under 227, that did cash. We also cast on the uh, under in the Orlando Magic and the Charlotte Hornets game. That also cast. Also lean uh, Magic as well. And I tweeted out all this. The Magic covered as well. But then towards the end of the day, like I said, the Pacers didn't didn't uh, didn't show up at all at home as well. And you don't see the Cavs really playing that well on the road. The Cavs got, I think, their best win of the season on the road yesterday. Uh, so. Uh, impressive win by them yesterday. Like I said, the Pacers just kind of wet the bed. The 76ers also wet the bed. I bet the 76ers twice yesterday. I doubled down on them. I thought that they would not only win the game by the four and a half, but in the fourth quarter when Joel and B specifically uh, checked back in, I took them plus the two and a half because when B's on the floor versus when he's not, you know, totally different team. I like the fate of the New York Knicks uh in that spot specifically because they had lost the night before against the clippers and that game had went to overtime so looking through the trends found some really really strong trends to back the philip to back the philadelphia 76ers who were you know well rested coming off a loss coming off a win a beatdown to the san antonio spurs but then you 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 lay an egg at the garden yesterday after already beating them in the garden on christmas and didn't even score 100 points so uh, and that was with, you know, R.J. Barrett not even being a part of their lineup. You lost to Evan Fournier last night. So uh, tough loss there. But what can you do, man? You move forward. Good morning to the chat. What's up, Casey? Uh, yesterday was bad for a lot of us, Mike. It won't just you, man. Uh, Casey said, I don't mess with the NBA on Sundays. Uh, burn me too much in the past. That's that, that's actually a smart idea. <laughs> that's actually not a smart, not a bad idea at all. What's up to my guy, Courtney Zachariah? Uh, Brian said he put three units on the magic yesterday. Well, you made, you made some money yesterday. I, I did lean magic. I tweeted it out yesterday as well, but, uh, they couldn't get it done. I mean, they did get it done. Uh, Charlotte ended up, you know, going a little, uh, offense got a little dry. Couldn't make a free throw in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, you just see this offense kind of run out of gas, which is also why I like the under. So, um, hit the like button for me as you guys join, check the podcast out as well. Uh, you know, you can search cast it with Chris on all sports. Uh, you know, podcast streaming platforms. You can also just search Cash It with Chris, two P's, two N's, and you'll also find, uh, you know, the podcast available. Leave me a review over there and uh, hit the like button. Like I said, let's get into it. One more thing I want to mention really quickly before uh, before uh, we we jump into the slate is that, that you see, you guys can see it on the show. You guys can see it if you're watching on YouTube. Announcement, there will be no show uh, after tomorrow will be the last show that I do. 
until the following Tuesday, which which will be February the 14th. So uh, quick vacation, not quick vacation, but a week vacation that I'm going on just to kind of get away uh, for a little while, you know, reset, recharge, refresh, and then I'll jump back into it. So uh, today's pod and tomorrow's pod or episodes uh, will be available. But after that, I'll shut it down for about a week. So just some, you know, a few things I wanted to touch on real quick and and uh, share with you guys. So, looking at, let's jump into the, to 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 the to the games for today. The first game I want to go to is I want to touch on the uh, Celtics game. So the Celtics and the Pistons, right? Um, line in this one uh, has moved. I think it opened at ten and a half last night in favor of uh, Boston as a road favorite. Ten and a half point favorites. They're thinking that the Boston Celtics gonna come in here and absolutely smack up the Detroit Pistons. Lines up to eleven now. The total has also moved. Uh, it was two. Tw- well, it hasn't really moved too much, but it's two twenty nine and a half. Uh, and I and I think it's up to two thirty on a few books as well. It is. It's, it's moving it towards two thirty. If you like the over, you may want to get on it now. I do anticipate this 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 uh, total to go up throughout the day, and I'm gonna give you guys my notes on it. What I was actually looking at on it. So. Um, the Celtics are in a in a in a prime time bounce back spot. If if there was ever anything, uh, you know, like a prime time bounce back spot, this team has struggled through, to win games. They're only six and four in their last ten games. They've also not been really covering spreads. Just three and seven in their last ten games. Uh, I think some of that is due to not having Marcus Smart. Their offensive efficiency drops. You know, it takes a big big step back without them. This Brooklyn, they've been extremely volatile as well. They beat the Brooklyn Nets, and I was on the opposite side of that. That was last uh, last Wednesday. They beat the Brooklyn Nets 139 to 96. You see them come out, can't miss a shot. They scored 46 points in the first quarter, never looked back in that game. But then you got a home game against the Phoenix uh, the Phoenix Suns without Devin Booker, and you, you fail to break 100 points. So you score 139, and then you go up all the way down to 94 points in today's NBA. Really, really alarming type stuff. So uh doesn't really seem to be a buy-on team right now, uh, at least in the market. This team has also only covered one of their last uh eight games as well. So I and they got Philly on deck. I think that's important to mention as well. They play Philly on Wednesday. So this is a one-off road game, home against Phoenix, on the road against on the road today in Detroit. Uh, and then you come home and play Philly. Head to head, they have you know pretty much owned Detroit. Uh one of those games came in Boston earlier. They, this was at the beginning of the season. They beat them 128 to 112. And then uh, they also beat them 117 to 108. The total in this one should go up throughout the day. 229. I think it's a prime time bounce back spot. A couple things that I looked at for the Boston Celtics, and I'm not interested in the spread. I think 11 points is too many. But a couple things I'm looking at. So the Pistons are uh, just two and six straight up and against the spread this morning at home. Allowing 121 21 points per game. And if you look at the Celtics team total today, it should be somewhere around that 120, uh, 120 and a half point range. I do think that they go over there. I think this game goes, I think they get up and down the court, even without Marcus Smart, even without the trends, you know, even with the trends pointing to them going under. They don't have a game tomorrow. And what better team to beat up on than the, than the Detroit Pistons? The Pistons allowing 121 points per game. Uh, four, four of their eight opponents have gone under that uh under their team total with four going over as well i think the celtics bounce back 
here offensively. Team, like I said, team totals should be about 120 and a half. Celtics are also coming off a home loss to the Phoenix Suns that I just touched on. And this will be their first road game versus the Pistons before they play uh, host the Philadelphia 76ers on Wednesday, like I said. So one thing I, I looked at, I'll bring this up real quickly so you guys can see it. Uh, if you guys are watching on YouTube, one thing I looked at was I'm going to just share my screen really quickly. So one thing I looked at last night when I was handicapping this game is that teams that have a 60% win percentage are better in their previous points are less than 100 because I said Celtics only scored 100. Uh, they scored only 94 points in their last game. And they they had a, you know, they were home favorite in their last game and they lost. And now they are a road favorite and the line has them uh, winning the game by 10 points or more. So this you you guys can't see this. Oh yeah, you can. Okay. So this trend right here, uh, fourteen and ten, twenty-one and three straight up. So of course they win. You know, it feels like they win the game today. Fourteen and ten though, however, on the on the spread dates all the way back to nineteen ninety-six. You guys can see here. A lot of these teams have not only won, but they've actually covered in this spot as well. You guys can see. Only four non-covers in two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So it looks like about twelve and twelve and four uh, since two thousand and five. These teams actually cover. I more so think that a lot of points are going to be scored in this game today. So I, if I had to play in this game, I'd be looking towards the Celtics to go over their team total of one twenty and a half. Um, to me, it kind of feels like uh, defensively they play well in the last game. So I look for an offensive explosion. Maybe you, 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 I mean, it's the Pistons. You're not, you don't need really need to lock in on the defensive end. The Celtics will have, uh, you know, full squad today, minus Marcus Smart. Everybody else, I think, is uh, is going to be available for this team. Luke Kennard is questionable with an ankle injury, but everybody else is in, I think. Uh, on the opposite side, Isaiah Stewart is listed as questionable, and uh, Corey Joseph is also listed as questionable. Uh, Marvin Bagley, the third, is still out, of course, but. Uh, so so that's that's the way I would look. I would look at the Celtics being able to get whatever they wanted on the offensive end. And I see some kind of regression to the mean of them being able to shoot the ball. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys there. Uh, next game I want to talk about really quickly is the uh, is the Spurs and the Bulls game. So we got to attack the low hanging fruit, man. I think we absolutely have to, to go after the low hanging fruit. And today the low hanging fruit happens to be <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs and the Chicago Bulls. Uh, so we, we got to find a way to get on the Bulls that, you know, to fade the Spurs. This team has been, uh, you know, just just really, really bad recently. I think I got it in my notes that they were. So first, let's talk a little bit about the Bulls. Uh, this is a four, this is their fourth straight home game and last game of a four game homestand. But it is important to mention that they do play the Memphis Grizzlies tomorrow. So all the team totals over that we want to take for the Chicago Bulls. To me, that puts it a tad bit on pause. You look at the you look at the two matchups for the Bulls. Neither one of these games are uh, conference games, right? You you got the Chicago Bulls coming in, and you know the, the Bulls are coming off a pretty good win on Friday on Saturday night against the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I'm sorry, the uh, Portland Trailblazers, who who came in there and actually played really really well. Dame's been on fire lately, and uh, they they played a night against the Bucks, but we're not going to touch on that game right now. So. Uh, Bulls, fourth straight home game and last game of a homestand before they play in Memphis. The Spurs have lost eight games in a row. 
I'm sorry, eight of their last nine. I'm sorry, eight games in a row. I'm reading my notes wrong. The Spurs have lost eight games in a row and nine of their last ten. Seven straight nine covers as well. Those games were actually at, at home. Now you go on the road, you know, probably don't, you know, look like a shell of yourself on the road more so than you, than you did at home. Of those eight losses as well, six of them have been by double digits, which is why we see such an inflated spread today. The Bulls shouldn't – I know the Bulls have been playing a little bit better, but this team still has a losing record. They're 25 and 27. I'm not laying 11 points with Chicago Bulls, but I can see why the spread is what it is, and, and it's because of what I just kind of talked about. For the Bulls, if you wanted to back them, it, it would make sense because Jeremy Sohan is also is already ruled out along with Romeo Langford. Trey Jones and uh, Ken, uh, uh, Kelvin Johnson is are both Keldon Johnson. I'm sorry, are both listed as questionable for this game as well. So if those guys come in, I think you should move the point spread down back to about ten and a half to ten. Um, but the the Bulls are far superior over the Chicago over the San Antonio Spurs right now. So um, one thing I looked at to back the Bulls in this spot, and I'll share my screen again. Really quickly, let's Okay, so one thing I looked at, matter of fact, let's just make the whole screen big. Okay, so one thing I looked at is looking at looking at the Bulls when their next rest equals zero because they do play tomorrow. So front and up and back to back, and they're also at home. You guys can see here that they are 3-0 and this season. Oh, let me zoom back out so you guys can see it. Hopefully you guys can see that. Hold on. Well, you guys can't see it, but they are. This team is 3-0. and uh, If I change the layout, no, you guys still can't see it. But over here in this corner, I'm not sure why, why it's projecting this way, but over here in this, this, this far left corner, you guys can see that the Bulls are 3-0 and straight up and against the spread right here. I mean, you guys can see the wins right here as well uh, when they are um, at home. And uh, they were favorites in all three of these games as well. So they're at home on the first in, front end of a back-to-back. This team is 3-0 and straight up and against the spread. They're scoring 129 points in this matchup. And I'm I'm pretty sure that their, you know, their total uh, team total is going to be extremely high today. You look at the total for the game, I think it's 237. You take away, you divide that by two. So let's see. Um, about 129, you add five points, about 124 and a half is what the team total should be for the uh, for the Chicago Bulls in the spot today. So Jeremy Sokan has been their better, their, their best perimeter uh, defender. And without him, the Bulls just they, they just let teams fly up and down the court. So always looking to take the team total over for the opposing team. Um, but I think we do it with some some slight pause today and we maybe we get the uh you know, the number to go down just a tad bit, but it should be a big game for uh, guys like uh, DeMar DeRozan, guys like Patrick Williams, guys like Zach Levine today. So uh, that's what I got for you guys there. Uh, and then the last game I want to touch on, 
another game. I'm not sure how, how much of low-hanging fruit this one is, but the Kings and the Rockets. Typically, when we think about the Rockets, we want to fade them. Uh, and they are coming off a really, really embarrassing loss. I mean, I, I'm not sure how embarrassed they feel about it, but <laughs> uh, I, I would think that it's a pretty embarrassing loss. They uh, they got smacked up the other day. It was the second leg of a back-to-back for them, uh, home road back-to-back as well. They went to... Uh, Oklahoma City and lost that game by 32 points. They lost 153 to 121 in that spot. Also lost on lost uh, on Friday night to the Toronto Raptors, but they did cover that game, uh, 111 to 117. So now you get them back at home, you know, off off a day's rest, and they're hosting the Sacramento team. This is the front end of one of those kind of back to back mini series. They do play again on uh, Wednesday as well. Both of these two two teams will face each other. On the opposite side, the Sacramento Kings just got smacked up as well. This team was, was third in the Western Conference. I think they may be still third in the Western Conference, but either the Clippers just kind of leapfrogged them or the Clippers are really, really close behind them because the Clippers did win uh, the other day against the New York Knicks at MSG in overtime on uh, on Saturday night. So the, the Sacramento Kings are also coming off a really, really embarrassing loss. So you got two teams coming off you know, 30-point losses in, in this in this game specifically. Did I say 30? Uh, yeah, two, te- two teams coming off 30-point losses. One team should bounce back here. The other team's not going to bounce back. The Kings not only lost yesterday to the shorthanded New Orleans Pelicans without uh, Jonas Valanciunas and without Brandon Ingram, but they also lost to the Indiana Pacers, 107 to 104. In, two, in both of those games, they were favorite. Darren Fox did also miss both of those games as well. Uh, and uh, he's questionable today uh, due to personal reasons. I think his wife did have their baby, so he he missed both of the games over the weekend and, you know, wasn't able to get with the team. Does he come back today? Not 100% sure. I feel like – I kind of feel like he probably does play. Typically, you know, guys don't miss that much time, if that is the case. But uh, regardless of that, I saw I – li- I watched the post-game interview last night. I saw uh, Coach Mike Brown call these guys out. So you got De'Aaron Fox listed as questionable. Uh, Jay Sean Tate on the opposite side, along with uh, Aaron Gordon, who also missed the game. Both of those guys missed the last game. And Jalen Green, all this is questionable. So the, so the Rockets will have their guys back today. This total last night was at 234.5. Right now, that total is – let's see if we got to update it. I think it might still be at 234.5. This is another total I, I think that does move throughout the day as well. Uh, is that 234.5? I think the total may actually come down. The Kings – were called out last night big time by by Mr. Uh, by Coach Mike Brown. This team, uh, you know, were shelling themselves yesterday. They, uh, you know, gave up 136 points to the Pelicans without Brandon Ingram, without Zion Williamson, and without Jonas Valanciunas. The Pelicans got whatever it is that they wanted for their second straight win after beating the Lakers on Saturday night. So uh, for me, I just feel like I feel like the it's a field play, right? I feel like the Kings actually come out here and assert themselves early. Keegan Murray, you know, uh, Davion Mitchell, Malik Monk, um, Sabonis, Coach Coach Brown called them out yesterday and talked about you know post game called them out and talked about teams going through adversity. How do you respond to that? Short term and long term, right? I think this team actually does respond to that today. The spread in this one is at five and a half. If De'Aaron Fox comes back, the spread will go up to probably about seven. Um, and I think the the Kings have already beat the, the Houston Rockets twice this season. They beat them by 24 points on January the 13th, and they beat them by 23, 22 points on January the 11th. So back-to-back games in 
uh, in Sacramento, you know, smacked them up in both of those games. We're laying nine and nine and a half in both of those spots. Both of those games also went over, but we know the Kings typically go under when they're on the road. I look for this game to go under as well. I look for the Kings to uh, kind of smother the Houston Rockets. And what better team when you're coming off a loss than to get to get right on? Uh, then, you know, the Sacramento, then the Houston Rockets. You look at the Kings, they're 10-1 against the spread. Their last 11 road games versus the team with the losing home record. Uh, the under is also 6-1 and one in their last seven after allowing 100 points or more in their previous game, and they gave up 136. So, like I said, I do like the under as well. A uh, couple things that I wanted to share with you guys here, and then I'll get out of here, is uh, so I want to look at – this is a trend that's actually been pretty – uh, pretty cool. I'm going to share my screen one more time and bring up a couple trends that I found for this game. So the first one being, let's see. All right, share screen. All right, so what I want to look at is the, let's see. I'm not sure why my screen is like that. Let's see. All right. So first thing I want to look at is the uh, I want to look at teams that were away favorites in their last game and no two games ago and lost. And they were away favorites in their last game and lost as well. Their rest. They're on the second leg of a back to back. They are road favorite again. And the line has them winning the game by five points or more. So here you can see that these games typically go under. Uh, only only six, only seven times in the database has this actually happened since 1996. And the, the query for this one is pretty simple. Teams that have lost two games in a row as a road favorite, uh, they're, on the, they're on the second leg of a back-to-back, they're a road favorite again, and they're projected to win the game by five points. What I'm looking at, and you guys can't see it, I'm not 100% sure why, but what I'm looking at is here. You guys can see this 16%. So it's an 83% trend to the to the under in this game today. Um, you also – you can see the unders right here. So every game has actually gone under besides uh, this one, and this was back in December 1st, 2005. So what it says is that I think the Kings actually come out here and smother. I think they absolutely smother the Houston Rockets. The Houston Rockets get smacked up in this spot today. Uh, another thing I looked at was, uh, let's see, season – I looked at the, let me just type the query in. This is the Kings after um, after a road loss where the next game is also on the road. So you guys can see that typically these games go under as well. Uh, five and three to the under in this spot as well. The Kings went over yesterday after a loss because they did lose to the Pacers. And you guys can also see the trend that every time again, every time one goes over, it goes under in the next game. So that that first one in the season went over, and you get three unders. This one went over, and you get two unders. This one went over, so I think this game goes under the under today. Uh, and then also just looking at the Rockets on the Rockets side, I always like trying to find support on both sides. So looking at the Rockets, and they're uh, a home dog and a conference game. You guys can't see the numbers over here. But you can see this 35%, which is the fade of 64.5% or 64.3% says take the 
take the under in this game as well. This team is nine and five to the under when they're a home dog uh, in a conference game. So you guys can see the list of unders here. Only two overs in their last few games. So I like this game to go under as well. Uh, and those would be my top looks for today, man. If I had a play, if I had a, you know, had a, you know, a real good play, I would take the Kings. I think a field play would be the Kings first quarter. The, the line that one probably come out about one and a half, maybe even two and a half. I think the Kings start early today. I think they start early. They respond well to Coach Brown's message as well. So I'd be looking towards the uh, under in that game. I would also be looking towards the Kings uh, to to cover that game. Let's see what, you, what I got in the chat before I get out of here. Uh, took the day off. Glad I did. Yeah, you made a great choice. Uh, what's up with you? Let's get it today, Chris. Uh, Sacramento versus Houston. Sac, Sac got it. I think so. Donovan Mitchell had me pissed. I had him going over his points. He had zero until the end of the second quarter. Yeah, he did. Good morning, uh, Anthony. The Cavs were better uh, last season, in my opinion. I think the Cavs hit their stride this year, though. I think they hit their stride in the second part of the season. After the All-Star break, I think we make a lot of money with the Cavs. Because the way that they played yesterday is the way I expect them to play all the time. They've been extremely inconsistent, especially after they've won a game. They typically don't play as well, which is why I faded them yesterday. Didn't work out well for me. Uh, Bulls should crush the Spurs. Uh, they never lay double digits. That's a fact. They absolutely should. I like this. I like the Spurs today. I mean, I like the Bulls today. Definitely like the Bulls. I just think that you get a better number if Che Jones is ruled in. And also Kelton Johnson is ruled in because they're both listed as questionable right now. The Rosen over 25 and a half points look like money. Uh, he's averaging 35 minutes in blowouts, has 32, 40, and 33 points against the Spurs since joining the Bulls. I like it, Bissy. I appreciate you hitting, you doing your homework, man. Hit the like button for me if you guys can as well. Appreciate you, KC. DeRozan was money last season. Wouldn't touch him this season, as Steve said. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. So just a quick recap, man. Quick recap of everything I talked about before I get up out of here. Uh, Celtics and Pistons. I'm looking at the Celtics to go over their team total. Should be 120 and a half. Probably, uh, well, not probably, definitely one of my favorite looks of the day. I think that they do bounce back. I talked about that and gave an explanation uh, for everybody that was here early. The Kings in the Rockets game, uh, also looking for the Kings to bounce back in this spot against the Rockets. Uh, I think, um, you know, we, we don't know for sure. I'm speculating, but I think De'Aaron Fox probably returns for this game. I think they absolutely crushed the Rockets tonight. I would look at them first quarter, first half in this spot as well. Uh, but I do think that they win the game, and I think that they win it pretty easily. Uh, respond well to Coach Brown's message uh, about adversity last night. And then the Spurs and the Bulls, man, I talked about it. Spurs team total over. Uh, I'm sorry, Bulls team total over, or the Bulls on the spread is the way I'd be looking in this game. Um, and we got a lot of other games to talk about as well, which is the perfect segue to the end of the show, man. 5.15 Eastern time, if you guys are new, uh, join, join the Twitter spaces. I'll be live on YouTube as well, the Crispy Cap and NBA show. Hit the like button for me if you guys can on the way out. Hopefully what I dropped and presented to you guys, the information, uh, you know, all the knowledge is is helpful for you guys today. I didn't cap any player props, but the one that I am looking at the most is Giannis. Giannis to go over his 48 and a half points plus rebounds is probably my favorite prop look of the day. Uh, you know, going to Portland. Portland will be without Nurkish today. Uh, Eubanks is listed as questionable. They don't have many other big men. And Giannis absolutely thrives against teams that don't have big men. I think he goes crazy tonight. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites. Really, really high total. Uh, first road game in quite a while as well. I think the total is like 237 points. So I look forward to Giannis going over his points prop today, points plus rebounds prop. I know it's high at 34-and-a-half. 
uh, at 48 and a half, but I think that he gets all the rebounds. I think he gets all the points. Uh, they're going to have to build some kind of wall out there, maybe put a couple extra defenders to be able to stop Giannis today. So that would be my top prop look of the day. And I just shared my kind of you know top looks of the day. Getting some of these low-hanging fruit, man. I don't see these teams playing well, uh, these, these dogs playing well in these spots today, so I'm trying to find a way to fade them, man. Best of luck to you guys today on all your action. 28 minutes in the books. Like I said, hit the like button. Share the show if you guys can as well. Uh, back at 5.15 Eastern time, man. Best of luck to you guys today.